0: You're listening to Kindling Conversation with Siobhan Hunt, part of Kindling Kids Radio. Do
1: you want to build a snowman?
0: It's going to be a long winter. You want to hurry this up, Clark? I'm freezing my
1: baguettes
0: off. I'm a little chilly. Would you like a nice pot of tea, sir?
1: Winter is coming. Bottle up warm, of course.
0: I've heated up some warm milk for you, honey.
1: Winter, as we've been looking at this week, is a time for slowing down, looking inward keeping ourselves and our families warm. With this in mind, we thought we'd have a little extra at the end of our winter wellness series by talking about hygge and how families can incorporate it into their lives. Charlotte Taup is from the Mindfulness Clinic in Sydney and Newcastle, and she's here to explain what it's all about. Hi,
0: Charlotte. How are you? Nice to be here. I'm well, thank you.
1: Now, hygge has had uh, a lot of attention and it's been, people have been writing about it, there've been books about it, but could you tell us what is it actually if people haven't been reading these things online?
0: So so it's a state of being. Um, it's a state of being with a certain attitude. So it's not a doing thing. It's probably the opposite of a doing thing. Um, so I was thinking today that it's also probably the opposite of FOMO. Ah, yeah. that's a good way of putting it. Yeah. So, you know, when, we, when we're when we thinking that happiness and contentment is out there, um, that's the opposite of Hugo. So we're creating that Hugo uh, that contentment, if you like, is just right here with us. So it's also not glamorous. <laughs> um, it doesn't require anything expensive. You can wear whatever you like. It's intimate. It's often with something you do with uh, family and close friends. And it's a way of really appreciating the day-to-day life. So, for instance, in my childhood, my father chose to be able to be at home in the afternoon. So we, uh, three children, and my father would have afternoon tea every day at 4 o'clock. And um, that was hookah time. So we would have tea, you know, some simple food, and we'd connect around our day. And it was relaxed, it was friendly, and it's that... In a way, it's like a little oasis in the day, daily life of all is well and um, how are you all going. Is this
1: something, I mean, we are talking about how we can do this as families, but is it also something you can do on your own?
0: Oh, absolutely! You know, I—I I mean, I, a cat certainly helps, <laughs> or a dog, or something. Um, but you absolutely—you know—if you you arrange yourself with a nice blanket, a cup of tea, or whatever your favorite drink is, and a good book, you know, there's your hookah time. And if you light a candle, it you—you you kind of—it's like it is an occasion. You mark it often with candles because it then feels like I'm landed here I am. And I know, I mean, I do mindfulness training and I know from the corporate work that one of the things that that we're yearning is to land, is to somehow go, okay, this moment, all is well. You know, and it is right there. It's just about claiming it. And I suppose huga is a way to claim this moment as in this is a good moment. Let's enjoy it and appreciate it.
1: I was going to ask you, actually, I will ask you this question. Why do you love it? What do you personally love this idea?
0: Um, I was thinking that, you know, it's probably because it's been part of my life since I was very, very young. And it is a way to bring calm and contentedness into my day-to-day life. So um, when I get Back from having been out, I will, you know, in winter time, I will light a candle, I will make a cup of tea, and when I then sit down to work, it's not just work; it's it's a good time. So I think hygge for me is about creating um, a good time out of the ordinary life, out of the the, the normal times, if that makes sense, right? So you make a little effort. You know, you might also pick some flowers and you might have a little bit of homemade something, but it's not a requirement. I mean, the, you know, you can't sell a lot of products on the back of Hugo. You know, I'm sure they, they will try that, but really it is about the simple things.
1: You're listening to Kindling Conversation, and I'm speaking with Charlotte Torp from the Mindfulness Clinic. It's based in both Sydney and Newcastle about this I- idea, I'll call it, of huga, um, where we come together, we land. I love that expression, Charlotte, where we land and we're in the moment. And I think um, for families, I'm probably speaking specifically of mine, I work every day, and my children are quite young. And it can feel really difficult to get those moments, you know, the afternoon tea, especially when you're getting home at five o'clock at night. Mm. And that time of day in particular feels like that's when you need to land. Yes. Do you have any um, advice on how busy families can find those moments, particularly during the week where they might find, you know, they're leaving for work at 7.30 and home mm. at five o'clock?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think what, what has happened is that we've lost our way a little bit in terms of making the doing much more important than the being. And if you think about, you know, if we, if we go right back in a, in a way to, to look at how do, how do the brains of little ones, how are they formed? And they are formed not through the doing but through the being. Like we are contagious and we know that children's brains are formed in a relationship with our brain. So for one thing, if you want to put in good parenting, it's less about what you do as it is about who you are. And if you imagine for a moment that you're a child who's perhaps been at daycare and rushed around, what do you need most when you get home? You don't need more activities. You don't need to be rushing around. You need half an hour of just sitting down and connecting. So I think we we kind of have to tame ourselves and our relentless need to do because that just means that we're in the drive state. It's understandable. But we have to override that our own biology and claim our lives back and say, you know what, this half hour doesn't matter. And There's no phones. There's n- you know, nothing that's going to bother us. We're just going to sit here and know that that's probably the best investment you can make for an enjoyable evening. Right. Yeah. You know, I I was talking to a a mother of a a teenage son who's a single mother. And she said to to me, you know, I'm so spent when I get home and I so feel I must spend time with him. He deserves it. He needs it. But it's always low quality because I'm just so exhausted. And I said to her, why don't you just have a little snooze, you know, 10, 15 minutes or a little mindfulness training? Because that way, if you do those 10, 15 minutes, you're going to have a much better evening. And I think huga can be that, just sitting down, you know, doing nothing. And, and for me personally, it also helps to actually give it a time limit. And, and traditionally, that's not what we do in huga But, you know, for our hectic lives, I think that's a good idea to say, it's going to be half an hour. And then when you when your sort of your work thoughts inter, interfere, you go, no, no, no. Till 5.30, we're just going to sit here, right? So it's a way of also, you know, in a way doing an informal mindfulness training of taming your mind to be present.
1: And is it is there a, a better time to do it? So I, I know that um if we talk about meditation, um often people suggest that first thing in the morning is a good time to mm. meditate.
0: Is there an ideal time for huga It tends to be an afternoon and evening thing, uh, mainly because it tends to be after we've been doing a lot or being outside, and then we do it. But, you know, you can have a nice hygge uh, morning tea as well. It just tends to be an afternoon thing. And it tends to be a winter thing more, and it tends to be when it's dark and horrible outside, you appreciate we're nice and warm and cozy inside.
1: Oh gosh, I just feel like you just throw in a little log fire.
0: I think, you know, so often we, we really forget about that. You know, we, we, if we think about most days, you know, we've slept in a, most of us have slept in a warm bed. We've had breakfast. We might even have had a cuddle. Um, we drive to work. People are pleasant. You know, the majority of our lives is very pleasant and yet we don't live as if that's the case. So Hugo so is a way of claiming that and appreciating that and noticing that.
1: I think it's a beautiful idea, Charlotte. Thank you so much for speaking with us about it. Thank you. My pleasure. That's Charlotte Torp from the Mindfulness Clinic. You've been listening to a Kindling Conversation podcast. We'd like to reach as many parents as possible, and you can help us by giving us a review wherever you downloaded this episode. It means that more people can find us. I'm Siobhan Hunt. See you next time.